wound up arresting the guy. Yeah. And ha- was he just like, are you shitting me? Raping? Look at her. I mean, I, this is my wife, for Christ's sake. I barely want to fuck her. It does happen, though. Like, husband-wife rape does happen. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Rape does happen. A twin babies dead in Queens. A young mom charged Friday in the murders of these two kids. Uh, six-week-old twins inside their NYCHA apartment. Uh, it's Miss Kilpatrick. Uh, Danesia. Hit with multiple counts of murder, acting in a manner injurious to a child, and criminal possession of a weapon, according to NYPD. And uh, I, you know what? Possession of a weapon doesn't get much more criminal than that, nor does uh, acting get any any more injurious in manner. If you got two, you know, that's two to get rid of. Dakota and Dallas are the name of these kids. Uh, Dallas Bentley and Dakota Bentley. This is in Woodside, 51st Street, 32nd Avenue. In Queens, the baby boy uh, found first inside the crib with what appeared to be stab wounds. Oh. Yeah. Stab the babies. Dogs uh, questioned uh, Kilpatrick about the baby girl. She pointed towards the sink. So she got wise on the second one. Decided to kill it someplace where she wouldn't do so much cleanup. I suppose wanted to do it separate, you know. I don't know why, but that makes sense to me. You know, do them in separate places. Yeah, I guess. I mean, she probably did the first one in the crib, like you said, and then realized what a mess it would have been. What a me- what a mess she made. Christ, this is huge. And then, yeah, go to the sink. A lot, of, a lot more dish- blood in an yeah. infant than you realize, probably, you know. I mean, it's probably a lot more messy than you think it's going mean, to be. Yeah, you don't realize how much blood is inside your body till you see it out on the street. Yeah. Like, I, you know, people shot, people stabbed, and it's just pools and pools of blood. And when you see that dark, dark, uh, rich blood, that's when uh, that's when you know pretty much that person's dead. Hey, their blood's if, the same if, as ours, man. Come on. Blood lives matter. It's being uh, pointed out here by Michael uh, O'Sullivan of the Crack House podcast, who is telling us, uh, yes, dark, rich blood, you say. <laughs> Yes. Um, it. Uh, you're talking about the fresh blood that just comes out. Yeah, that. It's a, but when you see that dark, like you've hit like an artery or something, you're you're gonna die soon. Oh shit. That's what it is. It's probably what those babies were thinking. Like, oh shit, there's that dark, rich blood. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it dark? Why is it darker? I don't. It I, is th- I think it has something to do with like the oxygenation. Mm-hmm. It's a big word. I don't know how to spell. But when you say rich. Yeah, I think yeah. It, I think it's like because it's rich in oxygen. Once you see like that kind of blood it's it, that's usually bad the real dark stuff yeah hmm. uh you know uh shit is mostly blood really and it's real dark <laughs> sometimes well they also say too you bleed most from your head and your hands when you get when you get cut open you bleed a lot you know for some reason huh. from your head extremities in your hands and, or whatever and a, lot your of hands. Ner- a lot of nerve yeah. endings i guess I maybe guess so hmm. Yeah, you step on something, you don't necessarily bleed that much. This is always one of those things, like, why even have a trial? Yeah. Just get it over with. Like, bring death back penalty. Death penalty. I, I get tired also, too, of hearing things like, uh, oh, let's keep her around and psychological. Ex- I think we have an, enough crazy people yeah. to examine. <laughs> like, we could start getting rid of them. Like, right. Like, Got it's like baseball cards. Got them. Got them. Need a child killer. Got them. Yeah, we've got plenty of those. Molester. Already. Got them. Got them. We can get rid of some of them. Mm-hmm. Just you know, yeah. S- I, save the taxpayers a few bucks. Save. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna be tormented for the rest of her life. I'm sure. 
I mean, even if she, and if she can get over it, she's even worse. Yeah, even yeah. But she said, "I can't take it anymore." That's uh, the mother told cops when taken into custody. I can't take it anymore. I don't know what it is. I mean, the crying. The I mean, there's so many things to do with it. If you tell the world, "I am going to stab these babies," and this must be postpartum depression. I that, would say so. Yeah, that is a killer. That is a really d- a yeah. dreaded fucking thing. It's not that unusual to murder your baby. Yeah. They used to they went through a spate a few years ago throwing them out windows and I haven't seen that in a minute, uh maybe since a year ago or so. Who was the the crazy one in Texas? She drowned like her six was it six five, kids? Five. five or six kids in Texas? Yeah. Yeah, in Houston I think it was somewhere outside of Houston, the Spanish uh, Hispanic lady who uh also, or Latinx or whatever it is. There's also a big they used to there was the big thing too for a while of driving the car into the lake. I remember that like one. Susan you, Smith. Yeah, but she well, she just let them go and then cried cried wolf and Oh right. She didn't out. drive it out. There, but there right? no, but there were some of them too with the mother. Sometimes the mother's driving them in. But I mean like the Susan Smith one, she just started that whole BS story. Fake tears. Like she's another drowned. She's like, oh my baby. Yeah, they weren't even babies. Those were yeah. fucking walking around type boys. Man. Yeah, people hated to hear that. And, and it, it, I think every mother watched Susan Smith and was like, hmm. Yeah, get rid of her. Something's weird about that, right? Even before, because yeah. they went on this big manhunt looking for a black guy. Uh, he was a black guy. <laughs> and she was trying to be with some dude who was not into her kids. Yeah. As if now he's going to be like, well, all right. We are all clear. <laughs> ah, you call my bluff. Ooh. Oh. I was not expecting that at all. Uh, I like I said, that's one. That's the main reason. <laughs> Sometimes people are just crazy too. Sometimes people, you know, like you said, Susan Smith. It wasn't postpartum. You know, that crazy was, for Dick. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's a Dick crazy lady who really cannot. Sing Chinese chong. Not have it. I guess I don't know, but wow. Yeah, yeah. just this is postpartum. Yeah, these kids were young. What it's, what the hell causes postpartum depression? Chong. I want to say it's maybe it's some type of the separation from the child from the mother's body. The the mother having the separation of losing the kid from her body. I don't know what it is. Yeah, because it's it's so extreme. Uh, signs and causes. I don't know what site I'm looking at here. Simply Health Today or some shit. WebMD. Here we go. Okay, well, according to WebMD. What it is, it's a complex mix of physical, emotional, and behavioral changes that uh, happen in some women after giving birth. The, the DSM-5, it says that it is a, a form of major depression that begins within four weeks after delivery, and uh, it's based on the length of time between delivery and uh, onset, the severity of the depression uh, as far as diagnosis, and it's linked to a chemical, social, and psychological changes that happen when having a baby. I think if when you when you get pregnant, you have all these weird uh, hormones yeah. that start telling you to act different and do different things. You know, maybe you, you wouldn't even have to be told not to drink or something a lot of times or some shit like that, and because you just know you you don't yeah. want it, and and then you eat weird shit too, right? Yeah, you get those weird those old school cravings, pickles, ice cream, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh huh. Which I I, just, I don't, I'm I wonder if there's stuff in that that the baby actually needs. Or if it's just a... I think it's just maybe a weird... Like like you said, it's a psychological, physiological, mm-hmm. maybe even a, a, emotional comfort food. It's a, a rapid drop in hormones after delivery. So. Yeah, that 
The actual uh, link between this drop and depression is still not clear. Uh, what is known is that the levels of estrogen and progesterone, the female productive reproductive hormones, increase tenfold during pregnancy. Then they drop wow. suddenly after delivery. <laughs> Uh, by the time the three days go by after they give birth, they drop back to what they were before pregnancy. So those must be intoxicating fucking, they just kind of make all this shit yeah. okay. Yeah, like you weigh an extra whatever, it's okay. Yeah. You look like shit, don't worry, it's fine. And uh, it just rounds off all the fucking edges and then and then suddenly you don't have that to fucking do that for you anymore and you're just a fucking nightmare. Uh, that was the New York Post version of the story. And the headline was this. NYC mother charged with murder in deaths of twin babies. This is the New York uh, Daily News version. The headline is, She loved them. Mother of twin babies found dead in Queens, home charged with murdering her six-week-old children. That sounds like she was found dead. Yeah. Mother of twin babies found dead in Queens, home charged with murdering. Found dead. Uh, They were found dead. I, I don't think found dead is... I mean, yeah, they were found dead. Because she murdered them. Because she was standing there pointing at it. That's <laughs> how so they found it. She mur- Yeah, she murdered them. Yeah. That's why they were found dead. Oof. A mentally ill queen's mom. They lead right off with mentally ill. I was part of depression. Is that mental illness? I don't know. Charged Friday with their gruesome murders of her six-week-old twins. One day after cops found her sitting quietly in her apartment with the tiny bodies. Which makes it sound as if they had to sort of deliberate on the charge. And they're like... No, I, we found her and we decided we charged. It's just the way the timing is, you know. Maybe they found her at 11 o'clock in the night or whatever. It just, you know what I mean? You see what it's just that this writing is so fucking. They really do try to. Um, it's kid gloves. Yeah. They just really want to go with kid gloves for some reason. They don't want to come out swinging on somebody who has done this for some Sorry about that. Yeah, so now it says accused killer. And, Denise Jekyll Patrick, 23, faces additional charges. Additional charges of acting in a manner injurious to a child and criminal possession of a weapon in the slayings of son Dallas and daughter Dakota, whose rivals were greeted with joy just last month by devastated family members, now left to ponder how things went so horribly wrong. She loved them. The murder suspect's distraught sister, Quantia Kilpatrick, told the Daily News Friday, she never gave me a feeling that she didn't. She always suffered from mental illness, but I never saw her struggle with it while the babies were there. Not in the six weeks, never saw that. Uh, the, the children were found dead by police inside their Woodside House's apartment uh, Thursday afternoon with little Dallas, a knife in his head, oh. lying in his bassinet in a rear bedroom. Now, that's a detail we didn't get in the post. That, that he had a oh, knife sticking out of his head like, like a pumpkin abandoned mid-carve. Yeah. This is too much work. Like, I don't know. Like, why did they? Or did she just like, like stick it in, figuring like she's done? It was that it. Did yeah, she like, just maybe. But it's, you get a store someplace and just uh, might as well have, leave the murder weapon where they can yeah. easily find it. I wonder if she thought about killing herself when she was done. She had to have. It had to cross her it, mind. It had to like a moment of clarity had to somehow kick in. And then whatever reason it left. Or just a lingering moment of despair, you know, one or the other. But she wasn't despairing or clear enough to to actually do it. Too bad. I think I know why they're so easy on her. It's because they're not really that opposed to this. It's not that different. 
it's only six weeks different from what they're actually allowed to do by New York law. No, not that late. I mean, no, that late by law, they can now. That was changed about two years ago. You, if it's a threat to the woman's health or some shit like that, or then you can always find some doctor go, well, clearly. And then it could be up to the day of delivery in New York State. I wonder then if, does mental health then play into that? Mm-hmm. Health. It's just health. health. Yeah. Wow. And and the way it's said is, yeah, it's it, mental health is part of health. It could be anything. Like if these ba- When these babies are born, I think... I may kill myself or kill the babies. I think, well, okay, looks like we got to do a little fucking late term. Suck the brain out of the baby. Uh, yeah, you know, no, I remember the- in high school they made us watch this movie called Silent Scream. <laughs> I swear to God, it's a, and they had the camera like inside the woman while they did like a abortion. Wow. This was Catholic high school. That's what I was about to say, but it was. Yeah, it was, it was basically telling you at 16, like, don't have sex till you get married. Yeah. So you watch anti-abortion. You watch this movie. It was called Silent Scream. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere on the internet or anywhere. And it showed like the the baby. I don't. I forget how old the kid was. But you watched it. They they tore it apart inside the woman. Like they were just pulling off limbs and then like crushed the head and then pulled the baby out. And yeah. And there was uh, supposedly the girl who allowed them to film it had a complete mental breakdown they showed her the film she had a complete mental breakdown and oh my god joined like a convent and i mean, <laughs> I mean the movie's got to be 40 50 years old by now yeah but i'm was, looking at it now it's actually it's creepy the chilling silent scream on the face of this child facing imminent extinction that's it yeah this is it and it looks like uh one of those driver ed things blood yeah. on the highway blood on the like highway with the, yeah that's what it looks like <laughs> dr bernie nathanson my name is bernard n nathanson i'm a physician a practicing obstetrician and gynecologist and i think i've had a passing experience in matters of abortion now when i was a medical student in 1949 We had no such science as fetology. We were taught that the unborn child, the fetus, uh, was something in the uterus, but it was really an article of faith as to whether or not it was a human being and whether or not that human being had any unique personal qualities. But the whole story has changed. Since the 1970s. Oof. This is heavy. At that time, yeah, it's... that the science of fetology exploded in the medical community. It exploded by means of the introduction of great new technologies such as ultrasound imaging. All right, whatever. Uh, everybody's like, get to the good part, right? I want to see a baby ripped up. Yeah, you have to go on YouTube to watch. The yeah. actual. I'll link to it on uh, crimereport.nyc. You can check it out if you want. Uh, Silent Scream. Uh, that's just to make your life easier because uh, I don't know if it's any easier to go to my website, crimereport.nyc, than it is to go to YouTube and just watch the fucking thing. But uh, I'll link to it. And, uh, you know, that's uh, how you'll find it if you want. Obviously, 
I'm trying to attract you to my website for some reason. I don't know why that's a thing you try to do. You know, I mean, I just want you to listen, really. But if you're interested, then, you know, hey, this will, this will be an experience that we share. Uh, the guy uh, says that uh, it was uh, taken as an article of faith that it was a human being. Well, I mean, unless you got knocked up by a fucking, you know, gorilla or something, then it's yeah. a human being. And uh, then unless uh, and, and, and no no individual personal qualities or they're unique or whatever. Hell, hardly anybody has those. You know, I mean, look around. Everybody's the fucking same. I don't know. I'm, I'm against abortion, I guess. I mean, I guess I'm for it. In a way, if, if you a, do it like if you do it the day after or some shit like that, it's like, like a it's a slippery slope, man. <clears throat> it really it is. is. Yes, it is. It, 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 it so, is. You know, if a girl gets raped, I mean, I have I have two daughters. I'm also against rape. Yeah, that's a bold stance. Yeah, it's a it's a stance. I've stuck I've stuck by it though. Yeah. I've been consistent on that. I'm against it. I'll die on that hill. Yeah, but uh, but you have yeah, two daughters, I, I have t- I have two daughters. My wife, you know, God forbid. You know? Yeah, God forbid. You don't even want to say it. Yeah, it's a it's, yeah, and and so that would be the thing to do. Would be to uh, yeah. I mean, you don't. You probably don't really want a half rapist kid. Probably no. I wouldn't want that. I don't think anyone would want. That. I mean, I, li- some li- people. Well, yeah, serious Catholics. You know. I mean, yeah. They, <laughs> this guy, I assume he's uh, Nathanson here. Probably mm-hmm. would be like well. Well, half rapist is not the way I would look at it. <laughs> he's half rapist. He's half woman, half rapist. It's half full. Uh-huh. I guess he's looking at half full. He's looking at half full. He's like, you know, just because, look, the babies look not going to necessarily come out raping people. I mean, you got to, maybe you'll have a girl, you know, I mean, it's a 50% chance. I just watched Law and Order SVU. They showed a woman rapist. They did? I was watching it the other day. Well, well, that was the, the episode. Did she rape another woman? No, she was raping an old man. This was. Now she didn't rape it, him with his dick, though, did she? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she, All right, I think it, it, maybe it, she went it, in the other way. It got pretty convoluted, but it is actual like New York State law, like mental. There are different degrees of rape, and in one of the laws of rape is mental capacity. If a person's not mentally. So this was a younger woman married to an older guy. It was uh, remember the guy, the man from Uncle Robert Vaughn. Superman three, yeah, he yeah. plays the old guy and he's like senile. What are you, what are you doing down there? And the, he he plays like a really rich guy. Uh-huh. So the wife is much younger and she wants to pop a kid out right. for the inheritance. Yes. So he's got dementia, but she's pumping him full of Viagra and then having sex with him. Wow. And hey, they, they wind up like charging her with rape, and I, then I think he dies. Because too much Viagra gives you the uh, heart attack. For dosing uh, him and fucking him, and yeah. she's married to him. Yeah. That's fucked up. I mean, like, I guess it's rape. But, uh, you know, that, and that's true. Like, when a, when a man marries a woman, uh, it's impossible for him to rape her because she's now his property. Now, that's, is that New York State law, or is that just in the Bible? Ooh, no, that's, I think... Strictly uh, Bible, okay. Strictly. That's a higher law. Because I actually made an arrest like that once. The woman claimed the husband raped In the context her. of a marriage. Yes. The wife. Yes. <laughs> And he didn't, it, and it wasn't like some kind of thing like uh, where they're trying to add spice to their marriage and he jumped out of the bushes or no, something. No, it wasn't a little fun time, playtime, scheme ass thing. She said she, she made the report that he raped her and it got followed up by the detectives. The detective got in touch with me and said, listen, I can't take this today, but the, the, the husband's there. Lock him up. If wow. you want to lock him up, go lock him up. So I was on patrol and we... Wound up arresting the guy. Yeah, and how, was he just like, "Are you shitting me? Raping? Look at her. I mean, I, this is my wife for Christ's sake. I barely want to fuck her." It does happen though. It does like husband wife rape does happen. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You I know, know. I know. Boyfriend girlfriend husband. Why? I, I mean, yeah. Boyfriend. It, it, it doesn't it, matter. It doesn't know? make you not a fucking person who gets yeah. to say no. Yeah. 
I, which I, that I, I don't know. It seems to me once you're married, you should be like, yeah, the answer's always, you know, basically yes. But the hard thing too is that it's also a very tough thing to prove, especially when you let time lapse. Yeah. You know, this is, for any women out there, I'll say this. If God forbid you are assaulted, go right to a hospital. Do not go home and take a shower and clean yourself. I know they say they say most women who are assaulted do that. Do not do that. Go straight to a hospital because you have DNA on your person from the animal that did that to you. If it was good sex at all. Well. <laughs> go no, right some DNA. You go you go right to the hospital for a uh, DNA test. They hmm. call it now it's a sexual sexual evidence collection kit. If you're, you know, if you're claiming you were raped, you go, just go right to the hospital. And it's an easy thing. It's not like scary or anything. They just say they, they, you have DNA. Like say you have it on your, uh, the outer lips of your vagina. They scrape it off with something sharp and oh. you're fine, you know, but they have to collect that. And it, it's a little time consuming, but it has to be done. You know, it takes yeah. hours of scraping on your outer walls of your vagina, your well, your inner walls of your vagina, and then your outer lips, if, is the way I understand it. It's basically like an exacto knife or a scalpel. And uh, do I have this right? No. <laughs> I think you were off a little bit. And then they make you stand naked in front of a mirror and look at yourself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why the hospital and not no. the police? Because we we're not doctors. The police aren't doctors. So that's just an extra stop. Don't go to the cops, and when, then they say go okay, to the hospital. For all the ladies and the men, hey, if this happens to a guy too, hey, you go right to the hospital. The hospital is going to call 911. They're mandated reporters. They have to call us, mm -hmm. and then we take it from there. They do what's called it's a sexual evidence kit. It's all like swab, like a DNA thing. Listen, I'll give you a little more advice. God forbid it is happening to you, scratch the person on the neck, the face, something. Get that DNA under your fingernails. Mm -hmm. They will take DNA from everywhere on your person. And hopefully, you know, catch this animal that did well, you it. Want him, you want him linked to it, yeah. Yeah, but it's very hard. I know there's there's lots of cases now people are coming forward years and years later. Yeah. It's, that, that's the... That's strictly a he said, she said at that yeah, point. It yeah, it's very... Those are very tough to prove. I mean, you got the Harvey Weinstein Unless you haven't stuff. bathed since then or yeah. fucked anybody else. That's yeah. unlikely. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein. That's a... Uh, but that's those, like those 35... People coming forward, and yeah, I mean, uh, he's he's a target, you know. I mean, and like, if you, uh, I, I think once it becomes the yeah. popular game, yeah. you know, and, and a lot of them are are like just some of the accusations against, for instance, Cosby, you know, were not even rape at all. Some of them were like, yes, he. One time, I went to his dressing room, and he tried to gesture me in and offered me a drink. I was like, no way, and left. Yeah. What, what no, like that's not these things happen. That's not a crime. Uh, you know, he looked. He gave me this look, or you know, there was one that was in. She was like backstage at the Tonight Show, and you know, we were talking in his dressing room. Suddenly, his penis was in my mouth. <laughs> what? Now it might be true that suddenly his penis was in your mouth, but I mean, did you take a zipper down? What? How did it get there? There's details I, that matter. All these things matter. I've always said this about like the Harvey Weinstein, the Bill Cosby stuff. What he did to those women was horrific. Maybe, but. There are some women, there's probably a handful of women out there that were like, if I blow this disgusting old man, my career is going to go. There's a woman right now in a living in a giant mansion mm -hmm. somewhere in Hollywood, right on the coast, on the cliffs, in a nice big house. 
that's realizing, yeah, I had to blow that disgusting pig, Harvey Weinstein, but this is my life now. And her name is Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> yeah, and she makes candles out of her yeah, vag now. Yeah, now she's yeah. got vaginal goop candles. Yeah, but that that was that's supposed to be the rumor because he said if you if you blow me, I will get you an Oscar. And then she won an Oscar for Shakespeare in Love. He was a very powerful man at the time, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And um, I mean, you'd think, I guess, he, if you want particularly Gwyneth Paltrow to blow you, you got to be pretty powerful. You got to be pretty, yeah. You have to have a way of leveraging that, or just, you know, be the kind of guy who she wants to suck his dick. And I, who knows what that is? I mean, I have, I probably have as good of a chance either way. I figure, you know, of becoming so successful that I can sort of make her do that, or just. Probably it's more likely that I would just happen to be the kind of guy that she, you know, I mean, <laughs> and either way, it's like very unlikely. Don't get me wrong. But I think that the chances are greater of that at this point it takes a while to amass the kind of wealth and fucking power and, and stuff like that. Hollywood clout that that guy had. And ha I mean, I guess had because he's locked up now. Oh, he's done. Yeah, his like. I can't believe that. I'm they bankrupted that. him. Mm. The wife left. Like the wife is going to get all the money. She she filed for divorce. I think as soon as he got locked up, mm. the brother cut him out of the company that he started with him. Yeah, I um, mean, what are you going to do if he wanted? You know, shit. It's there's a lot. There's a lot of videos. Again, we can go back to YouTube, where. It looks like a lot of Hollywood knew what was going on with that guy. Oh, yeah. A they, lot of inside jokes where you'd did. see them, not at like the Academy Awards, but like these little dinners they would have, fundraiser dinners. And they'd all, there was a, there's a few videos you can watch where they all allude to him having a, uh, what you used to call a casting couch or that he loved the ladies. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure some of it was women just want to hang out with him to get seen or to advance their career. And some of them he just tried to completely just take advantage of. Some of them, yeah, it was just like he would point them out, like in a hotel lobby or something, and say, see if she can get her to come up and uh, meet some fucking, uh, you know, Hollywood executive, you yeah. know. But uh, the, the fact remains, none of this stuff was reported. It wasn't reported That's quickly. what. It, yeah, that was the other thing. It took, you know quite a few years for all this stuff to come out and they and it was just the number i think it was the sheer number yeah because there was nothing convincing about it. it was no you know smoking gun or anything it was just compelling testimony and i, mean, I guess yeah, a lot of it yeah it's the same thing look at our uh, illustrious governor it takes one and then it's up to 10 or 11 now something like that is it up to 10 or 11 10 or, and who's that uh the nfl quarterback deshaun watson deshaun watson i think it's deshaun watson yeah maybe it is i don't know i think that was a guy he went from like one and 24 hours later i think it was like 18 oh it was getting uh, oh, the massage the guy, guy. Down, yeah you know something down, great quarterback he was on my fantasy league ah that sucks for you it's over now, right? Yeah, it's so, over. So, yeah. So he, but did you win the the league there? I didn't win the league, but he 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 put up some good numbers. Put up some good numbers. He wasn't the reason you lost, no, or didn't win. I should say. I think that Deshaun Watson, from what I understand, perhaps what that deal was, was that he was uh, the team has it sort of set up like, okay, you know, do whatever you want, whatever you know, they'll jack you off. I don't know how you force somebody to jack you off with a gun or a knife or some threat of like, you know. So then the, when it's time, because he wanted to be traded, they're like, well, yeah. you can't. And if you do, you're not going to like what happens. We're going to drive your stock down. It's not going to be good. Yeah. You're going to have to do some stuff. That's what they did to him. They drove his stock down. Yeah. But the team had to know. Oh, yeah. And so they probably, I figure they set up, I think, I think he was set up in a way. 
Because they don't want the guy out there, young guy out, like, you know, if he's uh, a young guy, he's got all kinds yeah. of money. He's going to all kinds of, they're like, oh, yeah. just come here, get your rocks off, get the massage. We'll handle it. We'll handle everything. Yeah. And then, you know, they got these ladies ready to, to say, I was unwilling to do that. I think, too, I think there's women out there now, too, that are, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll claim something for a few bucks. You know, I'll make that claim. Sure. I mean, there's a, being a victim. There's no shame now. It's in fact celebrated. Or like, like these athletes and these actors. I know for the athletes, they used to have a website where women knew who was in town, whatever team was in town, and who the big money guys were, and they'd put up what these guys made and what club they were going to be at that night. So these women would go there, get all gussied up, and try and land these these ball players, or just you know. Get a baby put in them, and now and now you got study income for the next eighteen years. Just straight up gold digging. Yeah, really old fashioned style. You know, you're not even yeah. into the guy at all. Gold in the hills. Then you see a lot of ones. Yeah. and then you see a lot of these guys. And you know, especially the athlete ones. These guys all go broke. Yeah, they do. Either that, or they have like fifteen kids. Some of them, and they. What do you think like that you is? Said, Just cooling out all these beefs. I, it's it's got to be. You're living like a rock star, man. Yeah. It's got to be great. Every town you go into, you're basically a god. You got you like MC Hammer fucking posse with you, yeah. you know, just like uh, you're, you're, everybody's getting paid. Everybody around you is on the payroll. If, if I think if you want to see how the, these guys lived, there's a uh, there's a documentary. It's one of those 30 for 30 documentaries on ESPN. Uh-huh. It's called Broke. And it talks about how these guys go broke within five years of their career ending. And you talk about the lifestyle these guys, some of these guys led. It was just insane. See, the guys in the old days didn't have that. Well, they, they, they weren't making, I mean, the football guys, you talk to some old football guys that played in like the 70s and 80s. I got $750 a game. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. In the early 70s, they weren't making that much money at well, all. Well, they would talk, one guy would talk about going to strip clubs with a shoebox full of like $100 bills. And he goes, that's what they we're going to use to just make it rain. And he goes, yeah, I'll drop 30 grand at a strip club. Wow. They said it was such a, a competition in the clubhouse, too. Like, if Pat came in with an $80,000 chain, mm-hmm. I had to go out and buy a $90,000 chain. <laughs> like, they said there was just competition <laughs> upon... It's all these alpha dogs in a room, and who's going to be the top guy? That's the dumbest shit, yeah. though. The dumbest shit. Oh, my God. I don't, I it's don't... so dumb. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a nice chain. Or everyone thinks... How much you pay for that? Yeah. Everyone thinks they're like uh, an entrepreneur, and they all open up restaurants that go buzz. The women, the female approach to them, it, it's there's a certain kind of woman. It's just catnip. They really, they really yeah. like money. Why is that? that? Men never do that. I don't think men ever go rich lady. Let me try and get her money. Unless, and if they I, do, they're just like a straight up criminal. Yeah, I think for I don't know women. I think a lot of it has to do with women being secure. They want that security. Look at mobsters. These women know what their husbands are doing. Oh, right. And right. it's, I'll look the other way as long as I still have my Pilates instructor, my six-bedroom house, you know, as they long as they're still Carmela Soprano lifestyle. They must have been attracted to them at one time yeah. or something, maybe. There's that know. good fellas moment of, you know, getting handed the bloody gun, like, this is a little bit of a thrill. It's, yeah, it turned me on. Yeah. I gotta admit. You know, like my girlfriends. <laughs> right. But I mean, if you have a spouse committing criminal activity... And the money is just flowing in. 
are you going to say anything? No. Pablo Escobar's wife, did she care? No. Billions of dollars coming in? A situation like that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but and if she fine. said anything, they would have chopped her head off and dragged it through the town, probably. Oh, yeah. But just to see, like, hey, you know, a bunch of rich guys here at this club, go see if you mm -hmm. can be the one. You know, and they have to be somewhat attractive to think they can pull it off. Yeah. And so they go, okay. And then they go do it and, and uh, but whatever. Like you said, man, they, they, they when it was later in, in, in the NFL. Like Mike, Mike Webster. There's a guy yeah. who was brain damaged, you know, yeah. fucking didn't have a lot of money. I don't think he was living that kind of lifestyle. I don't know what he spent his money on. Had to like pawn his fucking Super Bowl ring. Rings. Yeah. Jesus fucking, he had four of them. I mean, he was a he was a, such a fucking key part of all those teams. And I think that he had uh, that... He had the CTE. He was all screwed up in the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could wind up homeless, you know? And, yeah. And likewise, people who win the lottery, I yeah. mean, they didn't even earn it, you know? And, and But this is money you earned, and there's so much of it. There was... I guess you just don't really yeah. foresee a time yeah. when that's going to stop. NFL careers are brief. You have a lot of people to pay, business managers and all that kind of shit. And they're really, you know, yeah. are they looking out for your best interest, really? Or are they trying to get as much as they yeah. can? You need somebody you can trust. Look, I, 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 I'm crying a lot of tears for these NFL players. I'm not. <laughs> there was a guy, it had to be like 35 years ago in New York. This is when the lotto was just like maybe like three million bucks. Like that was lotto. If yeah. you hit lotto, you hit three million bucks. And it was paid out over 20 years. There's no more. It wasn't the lump sum. There was this dude. Three million over 20 years. Yeah, there was this dude, Curtis Sharp. I think he was a janitor. And he won like five or six million bucks. Mm. He came to the, he was he looked like Red Fox. He came to, to pick up his big check. Dress, the guy looked like a pimp. Oh, man. And he brought his wife and his girlfriend with him. And Damn. this guy supposedly, this guy is like the OG baller. He had 20 years of, he basically died when like he got, Maybe six months, I think, after the last check came in or something like that. Wow. Like, he timed it out. Like, he was down, I think, like, living in a trailer. Him and another guy. There was this other guy called Lou Eisenberg who worked in the Empire State Building. And he won, like, three million bucks. It was the same thing. He got a 20-year payout of, like, 40 grand a year. Like, over... So he uh, was able to just, like, live... He basically... He was another guy. He was an older guy. I think they, they became friends, and they used to do these commercials in the 80s about winning lotto. Yeah. But they, they both died broke. So yeah. they just retired. Had a pension plus another 40 If they'd have got the payout, they'd be broken in fucking several years, probably. So that that's probably... That's what mm -hmm. they should do. Take the fucking... Yeah. Everybody says take the lump sum. You know, you can invest yeah. it if you're smart. I don't think I would be a dumb fucking retard with the money. I don't. I, you know, you like to say that. But <laughs> There's really nothing I want. I basically buy everything I want, which is yeah. like pizza and cigarettes. I uh, and, and, you know, I spend a little, I'm a little spendthrifty on uh, Red Bulls and whatnot, you know. Buy Red Bull. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to this dead woman, these dead, yeah. dead, dead twins. As soon as I walked on, walked, okay, she said as soon as she walked in, she knew there was something off. Uh, and then there was uh, something giving me bad vibes. There were, there were no baby clothes, no baby bottles. She told me the babies were with their father. I guess he's not deceased. With the father. That's <laughs> that's a likely story. Uh, that old gag. Yeah, yeah, with the father. Uh, and I haven't seen... He went out to get cigarettes, and he took the babies <laughs> with him. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, the, I, I took three-month-old triplets out of an apartment once. Three-month-old triplets. The mom went on a crack bender. Oh, and they were alive. This is in the South Bronx. It was a 911 call. Oh, that's a nice Children story. left alone in an apartment. Me and another guy walked in. You heard the kids 
screaming. The apartment was dark. It's probably like five, six o'clock, summer, spring night, and walked in. You heard a dog growling, which was like, oh shit. Yeah. In the South like, Bronx, it's usually a pit bull. Yeah. So it was actually a little puppy. It was a small little pit bull. Uh, the one guy took the pit bull. We keep walking in, shine the flashlights, and there's a crib with three little babies in it. You know why that baby? You know why that dog was growling at you guys? Because he's like, "Do not Protect, come here yeah. and take my fucking meal." Because <laughs> there's this crack lady does not feed me that often, and I'm gonna eat these babies in a little while. As soon as I can work yeah. up the fucking, you know, as soon as I figure out they're edible. That's, what would, yeah, have, that's what would have happened. You okay. saved him from that yeah. dog. No, that, yeah, for people that don't know that, yeah, if you die with a pet, you're eventually dinner for your pet. Or if you're a living baby mm-hmm. and can't defend yourself yeah. against a pet, then, you know, rats can get you too. Yeah. Rats will attack I've had you. jobs with rats. Holes yeah. in walls. Holes in walls. Went to an apartment one time. The lady had, like, spackle over, like, five holes in the walls. She lived on the first floor. It was a giant apartment building. Yeah. I go, well, why am I here? She goes, the rats are eating through the walls and biting my kids at night. So You got to call animal control. I, I skeeved out. I freaked out. Uh, eh, the, super, <laughs> the super lived right across the hall. Wow. So I knocked on his door. I go, man, what's, what's going on with the rats? He goes, what do you want me to do, man? He goes, they're in my apartment too. He goes, I can't do nothing. He goes, the problem was they were putting all the, all the there was all garbage in the basement. So the rats were getting into the building. They're just putting garbage in the and then, Yeah, and then, and they say the, uh, for like large apartment buildings, you live on the first floor, you're, you're ground zero, basically, for uh, rats, mice. Anywhere yeah. in the city? And the hot, yep, the higher you go up, the better, the less of a chance you have of infestation. Right, so I, I got to think I mean, at, they, least a, at least the fifth floor. Yeah, they can climb in through like, you know, they get in through the, uh, what is it they say? They say a rat can fit through a hole the size of a quarter. Mm-hmm. Get its whole body through. Big one. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen some gigantic, I mean, you live in the city, you see what- I've seen I, some big rats, yeah. yeah. you've seen some- You see a lot of average rats. It's like sharks, you yeah. know what I mean? You, you see one, you're like, rat, and you go, eh, it's like, you know- Six, eight inches long, maybe, you know? But yeah. then there's, like, occasionally you yeah. see them. <laughs> you see Mama Bear. Wow. When Mama Bear comes out, you're like, whoa. That's a big motherfucking rat, yeah. And and, and they can... Yeah, they six-inch rat is yeah. bad. Yeah. They can eat through anything. They can eat through anything, and they and they, and they they will attack you. They they Larry is an ex-exterminator. Yeah, He's yeah, on the yeah. show all the time. He uh he's he's told me stories about where there was a ba- there was a rat kept biting a kid you know in the fucking bassinet or whatever it's in the fucking thing, and and he would come and say, and and they got the kid sleeping right by the window, and it's up on the seventh floor so they figure it's you yeah. know but no rats will climb up yeah. into the window up the side of the building and get in and eat your fucking milk off the babies like fucking they have a bottle yeah. and just wants the milk. I saw that in the subway once and I freaked out. I was waiting for the train, and at on the wall, the rat was just scaling the wall. It was like the exorcist, man. Yeah. And the exorcist thing was huge. Three. Yeah, and it was just a rat climbing a wall. Yeah. Yeah. I've talked to, uh, I, used, I used to hang out with a sanitation guy, and he said the, one of the worst routes, he worked in Manhattan, he said one of the worst routes was Chinatown. Um. He goes, every bag you grabbed was moving. Mm. But supposedly a whole bunch of them died because of COVID, and they turned into cannibals. The rats? Yeah, the rats went cannibal during COVID because of all the restaurants that closed down. I heard about that, that, they, that some of the rats were going cannibal. But they're already cannibals. Yeah. They'll eat their kids. They eat their young if they feel like it. If they're like, eh. 
I don't want to go all the way over there and <laughs> look for something to eat. They'll eat their young, and they have a lot of young. I mean, they're fucking, they breed like crazy. And I've discussed it before. They go in, when they go into heat, it's like they'll have sex with a couple of hundred yeah, yeah. for like a 15 hour period. They're just like fucking, any guy comes along, they're like, yes. And then they have kids, they're pups, and they have several of those. And I well, think the lifespan of a rat is only about a year and a half or two years or something. Uh, in make city. it count. Make it count. Yeah, <laughs> every day matters. Uh, you know, whatever the rats, man. Um, they they will eat you. And uh, it, I think that the uh, fucking the I'm surprised every bag in the city isn't moving. I'm surprised every bag in the city they is are. not filled with rats. They are right, but Chinatown it must be just like extra. Yeah. When I worked in narcotics, and uh, I worked in the West Village a lot in narcotics, and you would go down some of these quiet blocks. Like tree lined blocks with the brownstones. Yeah. Two, would, three o'clock in the morning, mm -hmm. you would just hear the rustling in like uh, where the trees were. They'd have like a little shrubbery and you would just hear, and you knew that was it. And then uh, you'd, every now and then you'd watch them pop across the street. It was. Ugh. There's a certain park on Sixth Avenue down near the village too that has. Uh, it's. It's not. Uh, I'm not. It's not Washington Square Park. It's the one. It's. Uh, it's on Sixth Avenue and around. I don't know, like Eighth, Ninth, Tenth, Eleventh Street. Yeah. Maybe, yeah all right. Yeah. I know what you're talking about right there. Where that church is over there. Yeah. yeah Rats. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. galore, and they're just they're running around. One of the most disgusting rat things I ever saw was actually in Queens. I was a sergeant in Jackson Heights in uh, the 115 on Roosevelt Avenue. It was about 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And these uh, big South American population down there, Central American population, uh, they love that like Mexican country music kind of stuff they listen to. I don't know what you call it. But a lot of them, they dress like cowboys. Uh -huh. You know, the cowboy hat, the shirts. So there's three of these Central American, South American guys walking down the block in the outfit. It's about 10 bags of garbage. And the one guy just starts laughing, says something in Spanish, and kicks the bag of garbage. It had to be about 30 rats just pile out, and the sewer was right there. And they just all, like, flew into the sewer, like, back home. Oh and it was the God. most. And I was just sitting there drinking my coffee with another cop. And I go, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. There I was like, just just get out of here. Just, I want to leave right now. That's revolting. It, yeah. Was, it was, yeah, it was the, one of the creepiest things I ever saw. Rats could clear the city. Yeah. In a matter of hours. If they just all came up together yeah. at the same time, it'd be like, fuck this. Yeah. You know, they could have it all to themselves. Yeah. Now, of course, they'd be killing the golden goose, which is what we yeah. are to them. All right, well, hey, Michael O'Sullivan, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not sure if you know about this. I, I'm going to bet you don't because you didn't bring it up uh, in, in the discussion of this case of uh, Kilpatrick, 23-year-old Kilpatrick yeah. and her kids. Uh, the Queen's prosecutors revealed the horrific cause of death of the six-week-old twin babies. It wasn't just stabbing. First, pine saw was added to their milk, so poisoning. Ugh. Then they were scalded with hot water. So she tortured the babies. She didn't just kill them. Tortured the fucking babies. And uh, I, I wonder how the follow-up will be soft-sold in the Daily News uh, as far as this goes. You know, that... Uh, she tried to clean up the bodies. <laughs> She wanted them to be, yeah, she took, uh, you know, fucking, uh, 
It was Trump's advice, you know, for COVID uh, inoculation yeah. to eat the pine salt. Oh, my God. What? And when one baby somehow still survived the scalding and poison milk, the mother stabbed him in the neck to finish him off. So didn't even stab the second one. I, allegedly, it's what it sounds like. The sickening details were revealed at the murder arraignment of Denisia. Denisia Kilpatrick. Uh, with, uh, she's charged with killing uh, these two kids, the two Bentleys, uh, her six-week-old twins inside their NYCHA apartment. Uh, she allegedly complained, I can't take it anymore, when authorities discovered the bodies of the tiny girl and boy, and uh, first put the cleaner pine salt in the bottles of milk and tried to feed it to them. And when that didn't work, I get, you know, the kids were like, what the fuck is that? I don't want this. It's just a, what is it, menthol? Yeah, I wonder if the kids, real like, once they taste it, like they spit, I mean, they're so young. But it must be, it's yeah. gotta It's got to be like a, a, what do you call it? Like, like uh, instinct or something? Yeah, instinct. Or, yeah. It's got to be instinct to spit out. Something disgusting. poisonous? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, they'll spit out uh, a nipple and stuff, too, even. So, I mean, but it didn't work, anyway. Maybe she couldn't get enough down them. It seems like yeah. if you really wanted to do it that way, there's six months. You can yeah. make, you can do it. You just, I mean, why not just pour? Why are you mixing it into their yeah. milk? You don't need to trick them. <laughs> if you're just gonna, I, if you're gonna follow it up with like, okay, if you can do this or the scalding is next. Well, she's, I mean, she's not in the right state of mind to begin with. So, what am I thinking? Yeah. I'm applying logic to this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, she um, put her each of her infants in the bathtub uh, and ran hot water over them. That's how she did it, uh, the, with the hot water. She didn't boil a tea kettle and pour it on them. She put them in the bathtub and ran hot water over them. And water, in, in a, it can get very, very hot. In yeah. A, in a, in a, my, my shower water is fucking ridiculous. I mean, it would mm. be, yeah, it would definitely do damage. So, um, you know, if you get, it's, uh, that's one thing about being on the lower floor. You might have more rats, but you also mm. get more hot yeah. water, better water pressure. Dakota stopped moving under the water and uh, prompting the mom to wrap up her small body in a pink blanket and then place it inside a black plastic bag that she shoved under the kitchen sink. Oh, she wasn't in the sink. She was under the kitchen sink. That's dead baby storage. You see a sign under my sink that says dead baby storage. <laughs> oh, fuck. Wolf isn't going to clean that up. Pretty please. We'll sugar out Now, the other kid who, who survived all that... He was found lying face down in the bassinet with a knife sticking out of the back of his neck. Oh. Back of his neck. The post, not to be one-upped by the Daily News, got the detail a little bit more. It's not sticking out of his head, out of the back of his neck. The babies uh, were found about 3.10 p.m. after a relative asked police to check the apartment. Just a wellness check. Mm. You never know what you're going to find, huh? Woodside houses. Yeah, the mini projects, I think they call them over there. They're like three or four-story buildings over off of uh, Queens Boulevard. Oh, they're short. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Oh, when you said mini projects. I That's like, what they call them, the mini projects, because they're uh, like three or four-story buildings. They're not They're not huge, and they're all spread out along uh, right off of Queens. Yeah, right off of Queens Boulevard, 51st Street over there. Mm. They're like tucked away. They've had a history of like always gun. There's a lot of gunplay over there, too. So it's not, you know. That explains also why she didn't throw them out the window because she was she was on the mini projects. It's not yeah. high enough to really be not for that to be a temptation. Floor. Yeah, or even the eighth floor yeah. or something. Like you could be pretty sure about the eighth floor. You see a kid jumped out of that burning building in the Bronx? No. 
Yeah, uh, was injured, obviously, but, um, you know, it's, uh, jumped out of all that friggin' smoke and, and uh, is, uh, you know, survived. But there was a fire and uh, had, to, had to jump out to escape. That's something else. Something else. Christ, I have a few. I have a few of these uh, to look at, as I did before. You see Mama Bear. When Mama Bear comes out, you're like, whoa, that's a big motherfucking rat. 